Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from the quarantine cabin on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. We're here every Monday through Friday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. With your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I mean it from the bottom of my warm little heart. I mean it. That's how this whole thing works. You tell a friend, you tell a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears. They listen to the show. They support the sponsors. They get on the YouTube page. They tell a friend. They tell a friend. They tell a friend. And on and on it goes. It's basically like I'm starting my own uh, protein company pyramid scheme without the scheme. Because all you got to do is bring someone in, and that's how you pay for the show. I'm also putting up Instagram posts like crazy. I've I've really let go of all inhibition when it comes to Instagram. I'm posting daily, three times a day. I'm putting up videos from the podcast. So if you're a fan of the podcast or you like a certain segment from the show and I happen to post it on Instagram, tag a bitch. Tag anyone. Let them know because I get it. I get it. I get it. You try to tell them, oh, you should listen to this podcast, and immediately they go in uh, fight mode. They turn into the the mascot for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. They're like, get away from me with your suggestions. I get it. They're like, I don't listen to podcasts. I'm not a podcast person, as if it's fucking Judaism or some shit. And you, I get it. It's a hard job I'm giving you. So all I'm asking for you is to bring the mouse to the cheese I'm leaving out. Because I'm leaving out cheese in the form of videos. I'm leaving out little pieces, little crumbs. <laughs> and you bring your mousy friends and you tag them. I trust that this show is good enough that they'll eat it all up. That they'll go to the link in the bio. That they'll go to the podcast app. But don't push. Because if you push too hard, then it becomes... I get it. Someone's like, hey, you should watch... Uh, Breaking Bad, and I watched the first episode, and I was like, ah, I'm not, mm-hmm, I don't know, a little slow. And then everyone's like, oh, you hate Breaking Bad? You're a fucking piece of shit idiot. I was like, well, now I fucking hate that show because you guys push too hard. I get it. It happens. I'm very excited about today's guest. Uh, new to the podcast. I, I actually did her podcast before we went into quarantine zone. It feels like 100 years ago, but... It really was recently. Amanda Hirsch, thank you for coming on. I should have brought a change of underwear because I forgot that you made me pee. Um, (laughs) You were on my podcast and it was, we recapped the finale of The Bachelor and you did the barb. (laughs) Bring hope to us. So many times and every single time I died and then I listened to it and I died and then everyone who listened died and then I posted it 3000 times and it was just, I can't hear it any other way, any other way. I had such a fun time on your podcast. Tell everyone the name of your podcast right now. It's not skinny, but not fat. It's so uh, it's the same as the Instagram. It's the not skinny, but not fat. Yeah. Making it easy, you know, like branding. You made it Um, way easier than I did. (laughs) (laughs) yeah now that we're zooming i felt that your whole opening spiel was to me like why your friends like 
your mouse, whatever. And I'm, <laughs> you're hilarious. And I'm going to use like that it. as my podcast intro. You should for reviews and and tagging. And well, whatever. because so many of these podcasts, you hear the same old thing: rate, review, subscribe, make it this, make it that. And I'm, you know, that can get tiring. I get that. And I, I really, what we're asking for is, I, I think like you and I are on the same page where there's a way, there's a currency that exists in the creator world that I'm trying to translate to people who deal with real money. You and know, you're being like, honest about it too. You're being, you're being honest. You're saying, follow me. You like my shit. Then do more than just lull behind a screen, share it, come to my shows, like help, a, yeah. help a girl out. We're not getting, you know, diet tea, stomach no. fat ads. We need, <laughs> no, to- they wouldn't come to me that I wouldn't be a good person <laughs> for them to go to. I'd be like, check out this diet tea. And everyone would be like, what? No, I don't think it's working, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I I want everyone uh, uh, on that subject. Everyone go, needs to go follow Amanda. She's hilarious. She and I, 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 you know, there's sometimes I go on other people's podcasts and I have an immediate kinship with people. And I felt that with you. I, I, I really enjoyed my time with you. It felt like we really were, we were on the same page and I, I appreciated your podcast. I was going to so. come to your show on the in April for real. I remember you were like, I have a show. I was like, I'm coming and I planned on coming. I already like lined up like a first option and a second option person to come with me. And Perfect. then it didn't happen. You know? I know. Well, well, we'll be back in the fall to live shows. Uh, we'll get, I, and, and, but I, I do, you and I are fans of the bachelor and the franchise. And I, you know, if you guys want to see some great bachelor bachelorette commentary, you need to go follow Amanda right now at not skinny but not fat at not skinny but not fat that's also the name of the podcast go follow go follow and only go follow i can right call now. myself that okay so don't how did that, so how, how did that account name come up what brought you to that place and and i don't I, I know exactly what you're saying right now like sometimes i'll make fun of myself <laughs> or i'll do like a self-deprecating joke and then people think that they can come in with their like piece of shit mean thing to say on top of it. It's like I just made the fucking joke. You don't need to do also, that. Like I I named my account that so everyone can be like, no, but you're really, really skinny. Yeah, like yeah, that yeah, was yeah, the yeah, point. Yeah. And it's not working. Um the under promise over deliver. You know, and then some people don't even know how to give a compliment. They'll go, No, you're not that fat. And you're like, okay. <laughs> that's not a compliment that's not and and then and then sometimes people come to shows and they'll go you're actually funny and it's like that actually it means i just now got a window into the conversation you had in the car like like when you put actually in that's you going uh, I know exactly the you were like well he's okay on Instagram and he's probably not that funny and then you get to the show you're like oh you're actually like I now I know the the, the shit talking section that happened yeah um, I'll be honest it started with I even it does it won't sound believable to like influencers today who start an Instagram with total vision and like this is what I'm going to sure. do and I'm going to grow followers. I actually started cuz I was like, "Oh, people post like things they write on Instagram. That's cool. 
I didn't know you could do that. I wasn't a Twitter person and it grew kind of organically. And I was just like writing things. And a lot of them were to do with weight because literally weight can be so funny if you don't take it. Sure. You know, you can say, I feel so fat. I'm a giant, you know, pig. I ate my whole house. So many people can relate to that. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And, And tag friends and it becomes like a thing. So I would say the name was kind of like came to me. You know, when you go to sleep and you're like, tomorrow I'm going to be vegan. I'm going <laughs> to like study French and you wake up. And you oh, yeah, it. yeah. But this was one of those things. I went to sleep at night. I was like, oh, I'm going to start an Instagram and I'll like write the things that I think about and I'm going to name it not skinny, but not fat. And I did it. It was like one of yeah. those things. And it became like it was like kind of literal because I have been technically like not skinny but not fat my whole life and have struggled thrived whatever you want to call it like good stuff bad stuff sexy in the middle um something to grab having that like all those things but then people started seeing it as a like i get what you mean it's like you're not here you're not there you're somewhere in the middle in everything in life like it doesn't have to be just weight so i wrote on that i was like totally what i meant you know, <laughs> ride <laughs> the wave, is, baby. But it is, I get it. And I also relate to it, you know, where people are, they're not this, they're not that they're somewhere in the middle. That's okay. Um, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. I mean, like, that's like, I, I think it is funny what you're saying. Like I, I see eye to eye from the, for, from your initial thing. Like I'm in the not skinny, but not fat category. <laughs> Um, like I get annoyed if someone called me chubby, it would ruin my day. Oh my God. That is the worst word ever. Right. But someone, there's people who don't deal with weight shit that I fucking hate. (laughs) And they are the type of people who are like, you know, that, that would go, Oh, so you're chubby. And you go, that's, that's my slur. That's a racial slur to me. That, that is, you have fucking ruined my day. Like, so like Jared, you know, you're a shirtless guy. You're shirtless all the time. Well, got, no, I'm sure you got a collarbones popping out. <laughs> I'm shirtless. I am a I, I and for those on YouTube, I'm on YouTube. You can see what I just did. Um, I am shirtless from nipple up. <laughs> I will never go. I mean, I would have to lose so much. I, I'm 30 pounds away from going below the nipple <laughs> on Instagram. I'm 30 pounds away. Did and that's a real Chris, number. Chrissy Teigen showed us her fupa or did you not oh, see no, it? Oh, I, no, I, I didn't see it. Oh, okay. Yeah, she did a like, I'm look? in jeans today, but she lifted her shirt and showed us like actually what her stomach looks like. And, you know, I love Chrissy Teigen for trying to be relatable, sure. but it depends I mean, where you fall. If you're like really overweight, you're going to be angry about it. If you're course. really skinny, but you have body dysmorphia and you think you're a little overweight, you'll be like, oh my God, she's so amazing and brave. So it depends. Of course. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's kind of that uh, going back to the not, not, not skinny, but not fat. That's kind of the world we live in. It's like your relatability to something is all like like there's nuance to this world like you don't have people everyone's identifying with something they're like well i'm in the curvy girl community and chrissy teigen is not curvy enough for me and you're like all right 
Well, her problems are around. She obviously felt this was a big moment for her. Right. Like, right. you know, and also like Chrissy Teigen, her whole brand is I'm the hot, relatable one. I'm the one on the red carpet, but I get you. Yeah. Like that's the whole brand. Which I'm getting kind of angry about in quarantine, I have to say. Like I used to be less angry about it. Sure. And quarantine me is like, fuck you. Because like it's not relatable. I want your pool and your yeah. nannies and your help. And like you can't <laughs> it's not this is not the time. Like, well quarantine me and uh, I like that designation. Quarantine me is more aware. I think it's also made us all more aware of your uh, economic place in this world. Yeah. Like like that has like that screams now <laughs> like like you scream no second home. It doesn't like I knew I didn't have a second home before. Like I thought that's kind of like the big reveal. I thought I was doing well. No, I was not. Not that well. I didn't know how really well true. people were doing until the quarantine. Like, like you had friends. I, I would watch these Instagram people that I was like, oh, they're in the apartment that I'm in. And then they'd be like, <laughs> they're like, hey, man, this pandemic is going to be tough. Ta-ta! And then like they're on a jet, like they're on the jet runway climbing up like, bye-bye, everybody. And I'm like, wait, you had a jet the whole time? You had a yacht? Like, what? But it's also bringing out, like, who people are. Like, we're like, oh, wait, yeah. you're an idiot. You know? Like, you're getting yeah. to know so many sides of, uh, you know, I I'm thinking of celebrities because I don't really care about regular people. But Well, it's like you realize who's aware and who's not. Right. Like, awareness is so... Uh, like kind of like a, a slippery slope. It's a it's a it's a tight wire act. You have to like you and I are sitting here going, yeah, quarantine me. But we also both know we have it pretty good. Like right. we, you know, like we both are self admitted doing okay, but annoyed at the people doing better who <laughs> won't admit that they're doing better than us. <laughs> hashtag you know, blessed. Yeah. Hashtag, yeah. Hashtag kind of blessed. You know, like <laughs> that's good. That's good. Yeah. Hashtag so, kind of blessed. Yeah. So I, I, it is, it's an interesting thing. I don't even know how we got here, but I wanted to get your opinion. Uh, Cause we both love the bachelor franchise. Are you watching? Listen to your heart. Uh Oh no. No, I am. I am. Okay. But what I do you think? Say, I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'm, I'm, the only reason I'm doing it is because quarantine me is in to listen <laughs> to their heart. It's going to be new types of means now, like me and yeah. quarantine me. Um, <laughs> it's a good idea. I saw the commercials, thought it was like a parody at first for the promo. Hilar I was like, Hilarious. this isn't real. You it know? looks like an SNL sketch, the promo. <laughs> right. You're right. It really does. And then... I was like, but I'm going to watch it. Like, I never pretended. I wasn't like, I'm too good. I'm like, I'm going to make fun of it, but I'm probably going to watch it. And sure. The first episode surprised me because the week it came out was a bad week for reality television. VPR disappointed me. The The premiere of Roni disappointed me. What's VPR? <laughs> What's VPR? Uh, Vanderpump Rules. Oh, VPR. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Va okay. I, I love Vanderpump. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Um, uh, uh, hi, this is Verizon. Um, I'm the Verizon guy that you're on the phone with. I I, um, I got out of Vanderpump Rule the minute they didn't need to work at a bar anymore. And kept working. And kept working. <laughs> yeah. The minute that became a play, kind of. <laughs> a play. <laughs> 
<laughs> like it's just like yeah. This sense. is what it's like to wait, and it's like <laughs> no, you don't have to be a bartender anymore. I can see that, but I I'm a loyal B. You know what I mean? Sure. So I'll complain like, oh my god, obviously it was so much better when they were actually you know living in shitty apartments actually having to be waitresses whatever um so it was a bad week for reality television and i came into this with low expectations and i was like okay okay like i feel like the first episode was good so i'm 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 again under under uh under offer over deliver under under promise over deliver they i don't think they ever said this is gonna like break ground they basically (laughs) were like this is the bachelor with american idol is what i kind of assumed it would be but they also didn't explain what it would be yeah so they're like we really like um the lady gaga movie (laughs) how dumb was that you know the movie where the guy kills himself at the end uh we want to do that and it's like what that also, was their opening line of the show <laughs> also it didn't like just come out this isn't like no. perfect timing <laughs> the movie came out like two years ago so it was like well no not just that movie but it was a remake of a movie that was out 40 years ago <laughs> i i posted on uh, one of my commentaries was like oh this is the guy uh we love the movie about the guy killing himself so we wanted to make that and i made fun of that and someone was like spoiler alert and i was like yeah, you had 40 years. <laughs> yeah, I, I no, think I'm okay with fucking up the you movie. You have for a you. relationship with spoilers. You like have a thing. You don't like to be accused of them. You don't do them. I, I, I don't like when people come to me with them. <laughs> like, so like, hey, like when people follow me and they go, did you see this news? And it's like the winner of The Bachelorette. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm trying to watch this thing. And it's like, you, also, we're not friends. You follow me. I appreciate that. But that's not how this relationship works. It's a one-way relationship. <laughs> I yell. You receive. You like. <laughs> Wait. So listen to your heart. The last yeah. episode. I what don't know. What was that last episode? It was kind of hard for me. It was a struggle. I was like, I'm getting through this for some greater good. I'm not Sure. sure. I didn't. I don't know. How did you yell about that whole episode? I feel like I, I didn't really have. Well, once they got to the music parts, it becomes making fun of the judges, I guess. Mm. Like Jason Mraz looked like he dressed up as Jason Mraz. Like it was like <laughs> it was actually like insane. Like we all know Jason Mraz as the hat guy. Right. And then he's wearing this hat and like <laughs> taking it seriously. And Kesha her face, like, oh my god! Kesha, her face, yeah. I thought she was Australian. Is she not? <laughs> she's I, I, not. I, she she's is. Not. I think she moved to Australia to become a musician. Like, oh. you know how all people do. Um, like, and then from New and York, ju- she moved from New York to Australia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like, I gotta make it somewhere, and then I'll go to Sydney, uh, and then. Jojo, like I was happy to see Jojo because she's so great. I know but, you like, love then Jojo. You're re- I love Jojo. <laughs> I, I I'm such a fan of hers. I think she's gorgeous. I'm yeah. like every the ground she walks on, I would kiss. And but then you remember, you're like, oh, and you now I gotta deal. I gotta listen to Jordan Palmer or Jordan <laughs> Rogers, whatever. And you're like, Jordan Rogers is wearing like a one. Like I don't even know what he was wearing. That one dangling. Um, 
chain like a from pocket his thing. I yeah, it was like a pocket chain, but I don't know. I I I like the storyline that they have going of Julia and Brandon and Savannah and Sheridan. Like Sheridan to me, and if you don't watch the show, Sheridan is this like long haired kind of like nerdy dude who is into this Julia girl and just like cool with being in the friend zone. Cool. I mean, he's coming out kind of pathetico, which is like really pathetic, like a turn off. Like if he ever had a chance, I feel like him being like so accepting that she's like so blatantly not into him and so blatantly he's the second choice is like get a fucking ego. Like I even when I was watching the episode, I don't know why, but I had this hope that he wouldn't give her the rose like the second episode. I was hoping that he would give the rose to like Mel, who was so in love with Brandon. How funny was that? Finally, a girl from Brooklyn, you know, they never bring New York people. And she's like, if Brandon chose me, I'd spend the rest of my life. Like, I'm like, who? this isn't Brad Pitt, Mel. Like, what's happening Well, well, I love the Brandon thing because he obviously has a way with women because here's what happened. I'd love your opinion on this because he chooses. He's like, it's between Mel, Savannah and Julia. And Savannah is like the hottest of the the people in the house. There's no question. No question. Julia and Mel, they're they're good looking women is not to say they're besmirch them, but it is Savannah is like, yeah top in the house and he's like i'm gonna go with savannah he chooses the hot one and then julia gets the rose from sheridan who she has already told hey uh, i got a thing going on with brandon and then she gets dumped and then brandon goes to the cheers they're all cheersing brandon looks at julia who he just dumped and he was like i knew you'd get a rose so i didn't pick you and then they flash to julia who's like i got a chance and it's like what (laughs) like what did you think of that and then he's like so we could like still explore he told her he literally just (laughs) dumped her he dumped her didn't give her the rose said I knew that sucker Sheridan would give you the rose and now I could like play both of you how do you feel about it isn't that great news and she signs up for it and blames the woman and, and this is like and blame Savannah that pissed yes me off. and that, that was like the most to me like we're gonna get to the emails jtrainpodcast.gmail.com we do a lot of dating relationship emails to me like that's like like this is like the female cross to bear like when when women are like we tear each other down, I'm like okay, but like this is like a this literal is a live example, a live example. Like because I, 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 I why do they why is she doing that? I posted about Savannah because I was obviously like she's the hottest, and I was like, and I also think I posted about her that when you first see her because she's hot, she kind of seems unapproachable, and she mm. also seems like I'd be like kind of scared of her, but then. Sure. From her personality, I was like, wow, she seems like a really nice person. And I got a few DMs from people because I think she's like a yoga instructor, obviously. And uh, people were like, she's so nice. Like, I've taken a yoga class with her. So apparently I wasn't wrong when I was like, she looks like she'd be a bitch, but she's seems like she's also like a nice person. And a lot of people like uh, confirmed that. And Julia, who looks like the nice girl. Again, this is like I- opposite. Julia I looks like I could not like, agree with you more. 
She's like the, oh, people like her, but she's so like, you know, nerdy and, and nice. And she's younger than me, by the way, which like I don't know, but I just feel like sometimes these women on TV, I'm like, you're 38, right? And like, they're not. And they're like 26. Like they do happening? like they do like dramatic makeup. I think I think yeah, that's I think a big the part of it. Doesn't doesn't do justice. But the, the other thing with Julia is that she was sick too, so she has right. this community. So now make me feel bad, Jared. I know. Listen, edit in post. You, listen, edit it in. Uh, Amanda Hirsch hates people with cystic fibrosis. Uh, <laughs> so I. <laughs> but the thing is, she has this community of people who support her due to the 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 issues she's had in the past and like she could not be more wrong in this whole situation she attacks savannah who actually sits with her and goes i don't understand why this is my problem right, like she's telling basically savannah uh uh julia is telling savannah it looks really fake that you and brandon all of a sudden are making out and this morning you were like crying like how about what and like, why yeah. are you coming to me with this? And what is this your, any of your business? Also, and like, if my relationship looks fake to you, then good for you. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. I don't give a shit. Like, I, I, I couldn't understand that. Like, whole perspective. Her, she's projecting you guys. It's called projection because Julia yeah. is the one being fake with poor fucking Sheridan, which like if at the beginning I could be like, OK, like, all sure. of a sudden I, was like I wouldn't make out with Sheridan. He started grossing me out, too, for being such a loser. You know? Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm it's OK to turn down to do what she's doing with Sheridan, but not in a world where she's calling someone else fake. Like I'm, I'm on board where she's like, like, that's the thing that surprised me about listening to your heart is that they, they were like, Chris Harrison comes downstairs. He's like, you better be serious with whoever you're talking to. If that were me and I'm like a struggling musician, I'm like, Hey, you and me, you're good at singing, right? We'll just, we'll just pretend we're in love. Right? Like no one has that discussion. Like that to me, like if Julia looked at Sheridan and was like, listen, I'm not going to fuck you, but I'll look like I am on stage. Yeah. Good for Julia. But then she has to do this thing where she's like, I don't know. Sheridan's pretty cool. And Brandon and Savannah are so fake. It's like, no, no, you don't get to have it all. This is like, this is kind of what the, the, the whole mantra to me of not skinny but not fat there's this world on the internet and i think that's what people are probably projecting onto your account that like which i think is great is that like there's this world on the internet is that everyone is either i do i do a juicing every day and everything's perfect and life is the best it's ever been. And then there's another world that's like, everything's going to hell. Everything's going to die. And it's like, Julia's trying to be, you know, both of those things. Yeah. And it's like, you can't. And especially you have to be when, in the middle. if she was like a bitchy persona and like, you know, she was No, drafted, it's fake. But it's like, she doesn't look bitchy. No. She'd be better off playing like the nice girl. And it just all kind of doesn't work. But the... I, I get the love triangle, but again, it's very like, and and that's what made Savannah so real because Savannah was the one hysterically crying when she yep. realized that he said that thing to Julia, yep. even though she bought up his shit too. You know, he was like, I'm with of you. I'm going to friend I mean, you. She, she's got to sign up for, I mean, if anything, they've got, she's got to, I would believe that she's like, listen, I just need someone to match up with. Yeah. 
Like he's the guy and he's the best looking. We look good together. We look like brother and sister and people seem to want that in their celebrity <laughs> relationships. So like, wait, I want to get your quick opinion before we go to the emails. Jamie, 21-year-old Jamie on Listen to Your Heart. How much do you hate her? Um, how much does she make you cringe every time she's on the screen? I actually don't hate her. That's weird. Oh, okay. Do you, wait, so no. I mean, the feeling of hate. Obviously, I'm like, what I the fuck? I don't hate her. I mean, yeah. hate is a strong word. It's I, not. I, I mean, I use it. I use it. There are people that make my body not feel well. And sure. she, first of all, the mantra of Bachelor World where 20-year-olds are like, I've been cheated on my whole life and I've never found <laughs> anyone. I was like, what was your life up till now? <laughs> like, I don't believe that. And uh, I mean, that's where awareness comes in. <laughs> I, I think she lacks all awareness. I And I made fun of her because I'm like, she's 21. And when she cries about being cheated on her whole life, I go, I make, I, I'm, I'm thinking the same exact thing as you. And I'm like, okay, go. And then I like made some jokes about her. Like, I love that she's matched up with the guy who needs this the most. <laughs> She's matched up with a 28-year-old guy who already did American Idol and needs to go on another TV show. So, like, this is his last shot. Yeah. And Jamie's 21 with a backup credit card attached to her dad. Like, I love that, that those two but have to work together. she's also not bad. Like, I feel and like... She's, no, she's pretty good. And she's pretty good, like, with the singing. But he's kind of... I mean, he's getting... I don't know. He's also coming off kind of gross on the show. But for the first he two comes episodes... Off gross. It was the Jamie show. Like, oh, as yeah. if again, she's like Bar Raffaelli. Like, I don't understand reality <laughs> TV sometimes. It's like, yeah. Jamie, all the men in the house are going crazy. Um, but I can just one last thing. What's that guy's sure. name? Ryan, the one who looks like uh, Sean Mendez with a mix of Edward the yeah, Vampire. Ryan, Ryan Mendez. Yeah, Ryan. I, I And he's with. Yo, a girl who looks like he hired as a hooker. Like, it's From crazy. Russia. Like, no, I can't. It's, it's so... <laughs> and Natasha, I f someone sent me a video. She's on uh, The Voice Holland. Like, she's been around for a minute, too. I mean, she also... I mean, it seems like she's in her, like, 30s. But I feel like he she... also... He has a look. He can actually... But I don't know to your question for the rest of the season if this is what it's going to be, like, singing competitions and who is, like, the best at being cutesy with each other while they sing that's kind of yeah like i didn't i didn't know that people bought tickets for shows based on two people looking like they're <laughs> madly in love while I know, they it was sing so weird because like one of jason Mraz's comments i think it was him he was like you were looking at the audience and not at him and i'm like isn't she <laughs> supposed to sing to the audience like what are we they supposed to do <laughs> we didn't think that you'd kill yourself at the end of this it didn't didn't <laughs> remind us of that Lady Gaga movie enough. So if you could look like this will ruin your life, please. No, but that's why I love Jojo because Jojo was like, I think we're supposed to be judging on like if you seem into each other and I guess like you <laughs> seem into each other. And yeah, you yeah, sound yeah. Good. <laughs> like what is the criteria again for judging? We are sponsored, people. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Okay, so we all know how a VPN protects your privacy and security online, right? 
But now that we're all stuck at home, ExpressVPN has taken my TV watching game to the next level. You can use a VPN to unlock movies and shows that are only available in other countries. I will tell you this right now. So I went um, with Jess. We took a vacation to Aruba. And I remember we put on, you know, in the hotel, you can put on your Netflix we put on Netflix, and I'm like, oh, my God, every Marvel movie is on here. And we went through every Marvel movie, and I was like, what's going on? Man, Netflix is awesome. They have all these movies. And then I realized, oh, it's because we're in Aruba. We're getting Aruba Netflix because they have different licensing rights for all the different shows. So you, it's like getting a refresh for your search page on a streaming service. That's what it's like. It's not because... The reason isn't because, oh, you'll get this one movie. It's because you get to look at that page with new eyes. That's the beauty of it. And, and you can binge like Doctor Who on UK Netflix. And you, know, and you can get I'm, I'm, uh, you anime and you, to get Japanese Netflix. I'm just saying so much of your Netflix or streaming service experience is dependent on that front page and you starting a show not. Starting a show not. And if you're looking at the same page, you always start the same shows and then not watch it. So ExpressVPN is a great way to refresh your entertainment habits. Uh, it's also compatible with all your devices, phones, media consoles, smart TVs, and more. So you can watch what you want on the go or on the big screen wherever you are. If you visit my special link right now, expressvpn.com slash JTrain. Let me say it again expressvpn.com slash jtrain you can get an extra three 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 months of expressvpn for free support the show watch what you want protect yourself at expressvpn.com slash jtrain let's do some emails you ready jtrain podcast at gmail.com jtrain podcast at gmail.com at not skinny but not fat that's the name of the podcast that's the name of the instagram account go follow go follow right now it's going to be all over my instagram amanda hirsch quarantine situationship okay jared been a listener j training you up for the last year or so love what you do i'd like your opinion on my below situationship I'm a 28-year-old single girl, and I've been talking to this guy almost every day for the last month or so in quarantine. We definitely have a connection. We have a couple of FaceTime dates a week, and we've gotten pretty close. We actually had a six-feet-apart in-person lunch date last week, LOL, which went well. Anyways, he has expressed to me that he just got out of a relationship in January, so he doesn't want anything serious for the time being. I told him I want to take my time to get to know him anyway, so it's not like I would want a relationship now either. I also should note that I'm not really talking to anyone else. I really like him. He's definitely a catch. I'd like a relationship eventually, whenever quarantine is over. And he basically told me he doesn't want to, he didn't want to guarantee anything to me since he doesn't know how uh, when he'll be ready to be serious. Should I drop him now uh, and move on or keep my foot in the door and be friends? I know he just wants to play the field, which is fine, but I just don't want to waste my time and get hurt if he isn't ready when I am. Amanda, what do you think? Ugh. Tough situation. Is this anonymous or does she have a name? We, I, I always leave that stuff out just okay. for the, you know, be, to, to, 
to protect the innocent. No, no, I get it. I just felt like I wanted to like talk to my friend. But yeah. this is what call I think. Her, call her... Um, Jessica. Uh, yeah, Jessica, anxious Annie, whatever you'd like. Listen, babe. Mm. When a guy sees you as a catch he's not gonna miss that opportunity and say i don't want anything serious he should see you as a catch like you see him as a catch and you are Mm -hmm. a catch and i wouldn't stick around listen at the end of the day this is human nature you meet someone when i met my now husband i wasn't looking for a relationship i was 22 i was like ready to like Mm -hmm. date and like be silly but I met him and it felt like the real thing. And so you go with it. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. if if he would have and, and I he was in in a place in his life where he was like partying and he was like a promoter and he was not even that kind of guy that got serious with girls. But he saw me as that girl. Do you know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. if a guy sees that in you, he will know the way, you know, I and not I. I I agree with what you're saying, and I also think what you're saying is very true, but it leaves out a key component that there's a lot of distractions. And I do understand that everything he's saying, he believes. He's like, you know, I want to play the field. But I, to me, I think like relationships are a constant negotiation. So like you sit at the table, you offer what you want, he offers what he wants. And and to me, like keeping him as a friend gives him what what he what he's saying to you is I really like you. I really want to fuck you. I don't want to have to be in a relationship because I fucked you. That's what he's saying. So he's going to keep this going until the quarantine ends. You guys are going to touch each other. He's going to come immediately. And then he's going to walk away going, uh, I don't know. And and he's going to have to, uh, to me, that's going to leave you feeling badly because it yeah. sounds like you're already past the point of like, I'd fuck him and see what's up. You're already at the point where like, no, I actually have true feelings for him. I feel like I've learned a lot about him. To fuck him and never speak to him again would feel cheap and not great. To me, what this person should do is you say, hey, um, we're obviously looking for two different things. Yeah, it's It's really nice to have met you. But I'm going to go. And and you have to go. You have to cut off the thing. And at that point, this guy has to see that you're serious about the things you're negotiating for. That's what relieves the distractions. Because also, I've been imagine you're on like The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Would The Bachelorette accept a guy who said, listen... Um, you know, I'm into you. I'm not saying I'm not, but I also like want to be with all these other girls. Like after the show, I'm saying like you're allowed. I want women and and this lady to feel confident enough, strong enough, independent enough to say, first of all, it's okay to be rejected. Even I was rejected a few times in my life. Shocking. I know. I can't understand that. I don't, I don't know, but it's okay. Still, you have your worth and you're worth someone who's as into you and wanting to be with you like you yeah. are with them or else, like you said, she's the one that's going to get hurt in the end. And I think yeah. honesty, I mean, you don't have to freeze your eggs right now, but you can say, like you said, I think that's a perfect thing. Like, listen, I'll be honest. I 
first of all, it's like, what's looking for a relationship versus not looking for a relationship? Like how, well, that's, I, I don't uh, even get how that but, works. But that's the thing. He has to know that this option is there for him, but not the way he wants it there. Yeah. Like he wants this option there for him to fuck and to, you know, dip in, dip out. I don't know. I'll be playing the field while we have this like relationship that feels like a boyfriend, but I'm not your boyfriend. And it's like, no, you can give him the option of you without him getting to like use you as a pseudo girlfriend. So like yeah. I think if she like and I, I hate this advice because whenever I give it, it gets confused. I, it gets confused what I'm saying and I, I hope I can talk about it with you and it's and, and it can clear it up but the advice of saying good luck out there we, we want different things I don't want to be with someone who's playing the field but I'm not gonna like be your emotional crutch and be your friend during that process because I gotta go meet someone who is looking to go that way with me and you need to leave it and I'm not saying he is but the only way to get rid of his distractions is for him to feel what it is without you as his crutch. So he needs to go back out there, see that he can't really find anyone to fuck, see that he doesn't really, really match with anyone on a emotional way that he matches with you. And then he needs to say, Hey, you know, I, I, I was thinking I, I, I do want to date you. And then he needs to date you. He needs to take you out. He needs to fight for you a little bit. He needs to make an effort that isn't on the phone. But it doesn't, it's like, it never happens if you if you stay in it. You need to leave the place. Right, because what she's saying is, should I go along with it and hope that he changes his mind? It's never going to happen. Yeah. Because he, you're giving him what he needs. Right. And what he needs is knowing someone out there is there for him if he can't find this ghost and, and and bottom line if he feels confident enough to say i don't want this you should feel confident enough to say um but i do yeah we are sponsored people noom noom the j train podcast is brought to you by noom getting in shape isn't just about losing weight it's about learning healthier habits and feeling better about yourself maybe it's getting into your goal genes having more stamina or just treating yourself better what if you could use one app for all of that no more hunting for training apps workouts or calorie trackers there is a new app called noom that will help you develop a healthy lifestyle for years to come i and their whole thing is about learning, not dieting. They want you to build better habits. This is what it's all about. It's having the knowledge to say this decision is better than that decision. I get it. Listen, health, health concerns are on my mind every day. Every day I think about this stuff and Noom has been the nice, subtle reminder of some of the ways I can make myself feel a little better. And I think for all of us, this is just a nice little ping in your side because if you do the, um, if you have the notifications up, Noom is always on there. Just giving you a little piece of information that makes it so you will be a little bit healthier, a little bit smarter. And, and that's where, that's where health really comes in. It's not about, you know, we want to enjoy life. We want to enjoy the foods we want, but we also don't want to be gratuitous. You want to be able to be, uh, you know, I think the word I'm looking for is um, calculated. Like you don't want to just go through the maze at any, at, at, you know, at any length. You want to go through just easily, nicely, 
you know, without having, you know, through, you want little shortcuts wherever you can get it. If you're going to have bacon in the morning, how can I make sure I'm better at night? Those are the little things. And I think Noom is a great way to have it on your mind because it's based on psychology. The way you think about food is important. Learn about personalized, you can learn through personalized courses how you can replace your old habits with healthier ones. No food is good or bad. Noom teaches you moderation. This is the big key. And I'm, and I'm working on this myself. I'm using Noom along with working out. And I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling like it's getting me to a place where I'm happier. At Noom, small steps lead to big pro- progress. Sign up for your trial today at Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash J-Train. What do you have to lose? Visit Noom.com slash J-Train to start your trial today. Again, that's Noom.com slash J-Train and start losing weight for good. J-Train podcast at gmail.com. J-Train podcast at gmail.com here with Amanda Hirsch. At not skinny but not fat. Go follow, go follow, go follow. Now, 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 now. Let's do this one. Uh, quarantine communication quarrel. Okay. Oh, they na- these are subjects. They're so good at subjects, your people. We have the most thought out emails. This is a little long, so I'm, I'm, I'm get, get ready. Okay. I've been dating a guy for about three months. One month pre-quarantine, two months in quarantine. I know this may be frowned upon, but we've been hanging out in person at least once a week, despite stay-at-home orders. I recently told him last... It's funny that, like, you know, like, this is, again, I'm going to go back to the theme of your account that I love so much. Not skinny, but not fat. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, once a week. It's like... (laughs) I get it. Like, like, like you, you got in a car, you did your best. Life has to go on, you know, yeah, like, no I, you know, like the, we live in this like big brother world. Like, ooh, ooh, like shut the fuck up. Um, I recently told him last week that I wanted more communication from him since the only real conversation we have are when we are together on the weekends. We both are not that great at texting, which is fine for me, but I recently brought up wanting to FaceTime or talk on the phone at least once a week during the week. I explained to him that for this to move forward, I read more communicate. I, I need more communication because I wanted to get to know him more. He seemed extremely receptive to it in person, which was great. He even asked me what day worked for me so we could plan. I told him any day but Tuesday. He never brought it up again until I asked about his availability on Wednesday. He told me Thursday at 830 would be better. When Thursday came, I got a text. See attached minutes before our FaceTime date. You want to read the text now? Here, I'll, I'll read the text to you. Here's the text he sent minutes before the FaceTime date. You ready? Yeah. He wrote, hey, how's your day? <laughs> oh, it ain't going to be good. She writes, hey, my day was okay. Pretty busy at work. How was yours? He writes, it's good. Still working. LOL. Doing that project with the production designer. I don't think I can FaceTime tonight if you don't mind. Got to finish this thing by tomorrow morning, but I'm free to get together tomorrow or Saturday. She writes, bummer, was looking forward to it, but sure, I'll let you know tomorrow. He writes, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, cool. So that was the text exchange. Yeah. Um, she writes, um, uh, see attached, minutes before, that was minutes before the FaceTime date. I know we offer to hang out during the weekend like we normally would, but I feel like my request 
for more communication was ignored or put on the back burner. There's been other things that have happened that make me feel like he only wants things on his terms, despite what he tells me in person. It's like his actions don't match up to his words. Am I wrong for being upset about the FaceTime bail or the non-attempt during the week? I thought voicing my needs to him directly would nudge him to put more effort, but I feel like it hasn't. What do you think? Hmm. Wait, so we live in a world where you can't randomly FaceTime someone you're dating? You have to make a time? I love that you said that because you're a married woman. You hear this and the email sounds ridiculous to you. I'm in a relationship and I'm, you know, we haven't been, my girlfriend and I haven't been together a long time, but I do remember how she dealt with me and I'm a person who's not like, signing i'm not the way she brought up this like facetime date with her quote-unquote boyfriend to me like that's not how it works you're you're living this person's living in a land where they're afraid that he's gonna dump her because he call because she calls him she has to be unafraid of hearing no like and and if like the way it works is like if my girlfriend was like like if i'm on the road and she facetimes me and I'm working or I'm doing something, I, I text her, I go, hey, now's not the time. Give me a call tomorrow. Give me a call later or I'll call you later. And if I forget later, then I've forgotten later and that's and then I have to answer to that the next day. That's a relationship. Yeah. That And, and then if I keep not calling her, she's going to say to me, why the fuck haven't you called me? I tried calling you two days ago. You're still, and I would have to go, I, I would have to be put face to face with an answer to that question. She is afraid of him being put face to face with an answer. Because I'm thinking FaceTime is the new basically phone call where you can see each other. It doesn't Mm. need to be this like heavy pre-planned day of the week. I feel like from the beginning, especially with someone that you call your boyfriend or your significant other. I mean, if she's calling her, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, look back. If I look back to the beginning of my relationship where there was like Nokia phones still, I think. It's like (laughs) what I I was like 1979. Um, (laughs) It's like, obviously, it's a big deal. I don't know how much at the beginning they are when you text, when you call, you wait for the response. That's okay. And the, the feelings of insecurity of the beginning are okay. We're not saying, okay, feel like you're with him for seven years sure, and sure, call him sure. 17 times a day, but we're not, we're not tossing away her anxieties. I understand her anxieties, but, but we're saying that, but the you know, planned, unless it's like, Oh, let's do this FaceTime date where we each have red wine and a piece of chicken. So you have to like plan a time. But if you're just wanting to check in and say, Hey, what's up? Nice to see your face then I feel like it's so much more fun to do it spontaneously. Yeah. And we're all busy and everyone, I mean, I'm not that busy. I mean, but, <laughs> but, like, but I live by the find I, time. Jared, I want to ask you if something's sure. important to you, do you find time? Absolutely. Every that's time. That's the bottom line. And that's, yeah. I know, I feel like a lot Everyone's of my busy are busy until like they that. don't want to be busy. But I have a giant ego and mm. I've dealt with it my entire life and I don't want it to go away because I think that, a lot of times you need that. Like you deserve to want to be seen, you know? Yeah. And, and even if he answered you and said, Oh my God, Hey, you look so cute. I'm in the middle of this project. I told you about, 
Like I, 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 yeah. I also don't want to talk to anyone where they have nothing that they need to say to me. So like, <laughs> <laughs> so like, so now's the FaceTime date. Like, oh, like my arm would get so tired no. so quickly. Like, go fuck yourself. Like to me, and I under, I'm not saying it's a her, but like the idea, like whenever this is this email lands in the should I double text territory. You should double text. You should triple text. You should FaceTime call, but only when you have something to say. And, yeah. it, and something to say could be as little as, hey, how's your day been? That's okay. Where you been? What's going on? Oh, I haven't heard from you all day. That's enough of a reason. I'm not saying it has to be like, I have to deliver the message. Like, you don't have to be like Hedwig from fucking Harry Potter bringing a fucking letter on your back. Like, I'm just saying, like, to me... She needs to call him when she has something to say or when she wants to hear from him. Yeah. And and listen, some people, everyone communicates differently. Everyone gets sustenance differently. He might be madly in love with you, and, and but he's like a camel and he only needs to drink you in once a week. And you might be like a bird and you might need to drink water every fucking day. Well, that's what you need in a relationship. So this might not be the match, but you should not go thirsty. That yeah. means you need to start calling when you have something to say. Stop planning this out. Stop making this an agreement where he's like right. not looking for. I would because look then it becomes to like a, Because then it becomes like a task. Like I have this FaceTime thing. It's like if you just <laughs> texted or you just called and you were like, hey, yeah. what's up? Like. Just a little bit. I know we live in this culture and I remember moving back to New York after living in Israel for a few years and like mm. calendar invites for every single thing that were in job interviews were like weird for me. Sure. Um, if my friend was like, want to meet for dinner in Wednesday on Wednesday in four weeks. And then like she was like, put in my cal. I was like, cancel because yeah, I'm not yeah. going to come. <laughs> I've become more um, like, you know, I'm like, OK, I'll put in my fucking calendar. But not things like this. Like it's yeah, fun. I, Text him. This be should be okay. fun. The, yeah, you're making yourself an obligation when that's not, not how it get, should be. You're not going to get that text being like, "Hey, I can't make seven. You know, you're going to get like, "Oh, I can't talk right now. I'll call you back." You know, and it. And then he does or he doesn't, and then the fight is about a different thing. You're making it about, well, he's not giving me my. No, no, no. You haven't. Guys don't deal well with vague. I need more attention. Okay, I don't even know what the fuck that means. Right. Hey, you need to go, hey, I called you Thursday and then I didn't fucking hear from you again. If I'm you know, dating one someone, of, one of the you first call me back. I was told about men and women in relationships. And this is when one of my friends came out as uh, gay, one of my girlfriends. Mm -hmm. And she said this as one of the like crazy things about dating women. She was like, men think in boxes. You need to give them the thing. Like you said, Thursday, 3 p.m., why? A woman thinks in, like, web. So if we said, I'm upset with you, you know, about communication, it's like she'll put it together and she'll be like, okay, it's because of the Thursday at 3. No, men, box. Tell them exactly. I, I, I just moved in with my girlfriend and we moved from um, – I moved in, so I moved from my apartment down to her studio, and then we moved in the same building from her studio upstairs. Mm. So on the day of moving from her studio to upstairs, she's like, she's like getting everything together, and she's like, "What do you think of this closet? And should I put things in here?" And I'm like, "I don't care." And she's like, "You." And at the the middle of the day, she's like, "You haven't helped with anything." And I said to her, "I go, I'm a donkey." 
Treat me like a donkey <laughs> you want me to do. drinking things up the mountain. I go, give me a task. I will fulfill it. But I'm not here with creative liberties. Like, I don't give a shit where, what closet we use for towels versus what closet we use for Swiffers. So, like, and I remember she was like, okay, that closet, everything out, upstairs. And then I'm like, good to go. I put my headphones on, listen to a podcast, got it done. And it's like exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. J so Train you got to tell them. You got to yeah. tell them and, tell and them. don't, you know. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Amanda, let's do one more. You've been fantastic. Thank you so much. I you, you just said you moved in with your girlfriend. I'm like, duh, look at your little rose tulips, right? the little I mirror guess. thingy, yeah. bajingy. Of course. Oh, you don't think I take care of my plants? <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's do one more. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. What do I do about this, about his ex? Are you ready? I'm ready. Wait, that's the subject. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm 22. My boyfriend is 21. We're from the same hometown, went to different colleges. I've been dating for about five months. I'm graduating soon. We'll be working a full-time job in the city in the fall. My boyfriend still has another year of school. I love him so much. We did distance for a few months and it went so well. I have confidence we'll make it work again. However, I get nervous uh, about the fall because his ex in, in his ex is in his friend group at school. I met her a couple of times. She was cordial to me, but something about her didn't strike me as genuine. They dated for two years from high school into college, and we were, and were very serious. She broke up with him. He was really hurt, and then they got back together five months later, but only for 10 days. She initiated them getting back together. Pretty sure she ended it that time, too, but I don't know. I know I should try and suck it up because she's in his friend group and he's assured me a couple of times that it is strictly platonic between them. I really don't want to take him away from his friend group. I don't know if I should suck it up and try to be friends with her too or just wait till him and I uh, have a few more months under our belts to see if that changes how I feel. What do you think? Wait, so the question is if she should wait to tell him how she feels about it? Uh, or to get worried about it. Should she see what this dynamic is like? She's nervous about the fall. So the interesting part is that they both, they all went to high school together. They're, they're from the same hometown. They're from the same hometown, been dating five months, and him and his ex went to high school together. So they mm -hmm. dated in high school. So they, I'm assuming they all went to high school together. Mm -hmm. So they all kind of know each so other. So she's going to the city to work in the fall, and he's still in college? Still one year of college left, and he hangs out with his ex. I wonder where the college is, if it's far from the city. Yeah. Would uh, that change things? I mean, it's a year. If it, if the college yeah. is in New Jersey and she's going to see him once a weekend, you know, I don't, I wonder where it is. But um, listen, I think... Of course, bring it up. Of course, you can, you know, express your concerns and be like, should I be worried about this? Like, it's a big thing anyway that like we're going to be long distance for longer. So, again, don't be afraid to share how you feel. Um, the problem she has yeah. is that the ex dumped him. Right. So, so it makes it like it maybe he's still secretly has you a know. thing or and also when the ex said let's get back together they got back together for 10 days and then she was like ah never mind and then broke up with him so she everyone has that person in their life that has a certain pull on them 
that the one that the and guys have this too. Like women think women are the only ones with these issues. Guys have that girl that's like that the one that they think they can make it work and they never can. Mm. So the problem with her being like I don't because she says that the they met and she was nice and cordial but didn't seem genuine. Mm-hmm. If she says that to him, there's a chance he goes, "Oh really?" So she's still. <laughs> thinking of me you know what i mean like you're almost like letting him know like that like giving him like the sixth sense that women have that men don't have like you're almost like being like his like you know guard what does it change it for her for your you know listener that sent the question because the status quo is they go to the same school and they're or are in the same friend group. So the fact that if, if she's moving, there's, it's like, how close are you to watch over them or not? I, I there's nothing she can do. Right. I, I, I yeah, like it, it is. It's one of those situations where it's like you have to really enjoy this guy. Like, you know, like I, I, I these situations where she's like, he's going back to college. Like to me, this relationship ain't happening. Like, like if she's going, like she's going to the, she's going to realize she's going to go to the real world. And it's like, why do you need this guy that's in college? Why do you need him? Like, why are you even dating him? What does Wait, he give to you? we're breaking up with him now? I, I think I'd break <laughs> up with him. Like, like he's in college. The divide between 21 and in college and 22 out of college is seven years. Not what, not six months. It is a hundred years. And I, I think like. Like, there's a certain point where, like, how many times are you going to see this guy? Like, are you really, like, getting out if of this? It depends. If you were dating him since high school and your high school sweethearts and you're together for seven years, then you'll probably, it'll sustain. But if it's Different five story. months, right, you need to, you need to think about it. Is that the real issue? Like, you're afraid of this situation because of that girl? Like, I feel like the, the you know, when there's a graph and there's a variable, like, the only variable here is you're moving, but it shouldn't yeah. affect if they have nothing going on anyway and she doesn't want him anyway, you know, and he's yeah. into you, then it shouldn't change the situation. So maybe it's not the girl. Maybe you're afraid of the situation. Yeah. You're afraid of the situation that you're moving and he's staying in college rather than and that girl is there. You know what I mean? I just I, I just have this assumption that anyone getting into a relationship within the last um five months of graduating college it's like running around the the burning house looking for an oxygen mask like you're just looking for someone to be a constant for you because you're afraid of the variables of the world like you are looking to grab a crutch that you can have that can bring you back to college town because you don't know what real real world land is going to be like and you're afraid. So someone loving you is better than no one loving you at all. Like that's my, like when she's grabbing a boyfriend at the last second before the buzzer, I'm like, you know, is are you just afraid of being alone? Is that why you're so afraid of the ex? Is that why you're, you know? And it's a really tough thing that's what I, I think the bottom our agreement here is the ex yeah. isn't that big of a factor because she was always there. And like you said, people have that person in their life that has a pull on them. So the fact that you're moving to the city, you're starting a new life. He's going to be still in colleges, you know, doing keg stands. I feel like yeah. she <laughs> is actually afraid of that situation and needs to assess that thing. Like, will the relationship yes. even work when I'm here and he's there? 
Um, instead Absolutely. of throwing the girl on it, I feel like she, you know, she, she's a she's a she's the easy right uh, thing to Scapegoat. blame. The song. She's like the yeah, like she's a oh scapegoat. yeah. Listen, J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Amanda Hirsch, thank you for coming on. This was so fantastic. This is so I'm fun. So I want to, you know, give advice. And I, you got to come back on. I feel like no matter what I say, I feel like it's legit. You know what I mean? Because I'm like giving <laughs> well, the advice, <laughs> even though that's it's- the thing. <laughs> advice is easy to give. Right. It's tough to take. Like right. we like, listen, we know the right course of action for every. Everyone knows you shouldn't have a bunch of pretzels before bed, <laughs> but Everyone can go dipped fuck themselves. Hummus. I'm fucking hungry. So like, yeah, dipped in hummus. So I, I so we know that everyone knows what right. they should sometimes do. Sometimes you it's need just to a, hear it from someone. Sometimes else you gotta hear it. So everyone, go follow Amanda Hirsch at Not Skinny But Not Fat. This was such a pleasure. Thank, Thank you so much. Thank you. We'll be back next episode. Boom.